Hey guys, welcome back to Drop Panda Podcast with a group of guys from Melbourne talking about nerdy stuff. My name is Adam, and uh, this is a um, quarantine episode, so we're not next to each other, but with me, I have... Hi, I'm Tim. I'll be talking about subversion in media. Uh, I'm Nick, and I'll be talking about self-learning and hobbies and crafts people are learning during this quarantine. And I'm Julian, and today I'm talking about the big winners and losers in entertainment for the quarantine era. Um, and I'm Adam, once again, and I'm talking about um, introverts and extroverts during this time of crisis. So, yes, we're not we're, we're normally in a cave somewhere, and we're recording this in, in person, but because of social distancing rules, you know, we can't be together. So we're doing this off Anchor, which is brilliant because Anchor is our distributor. Um, we're not sponsored by Anchor yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, Anchor does have nice tools. So we're, gonna, we're, we're using the tools we have on hand. Yep. Um, so if the quality isn't what you guys are used to, we apologize. We're going to try make this a bit more smooth in the future. Um, but let's get to it. Introverts and extroverts during this crisis. Um, do you guys need me to define what an extrovert and introvert is? For the I think we know. We need a quick recap. Well, well, quick recap. Yeah. Okay. Go on. Quick, quick recap. Um, you know, extroverts are people who go out often and they get gratification from talking to other people. They're kind of like the hyperactive type. Um, the introverts are the people who stay at home, um, tend to be to themselves, um, really reserved people who like to be alone. Um, now, as because we're in Australia, we're in Melbourne, um, we are in lockdown. Uh, we're not sure where you are in the world that you're listening to this, uh, but here in Melbourne, everyone is ordered to be at home unless you need to go to work um, or you, if you need to be at work in person, um, getting groceries and going to the doctors and, and getting medical supplies. And exercise. Like, and, and exercise. That's the only exception for being outside, yeah. um, like on a social basis. Um, uh, yeah. So, so like even if you're doing a group exercise, it's either you have to be with people you're living with or yep. you, you're, you stay away from everybody else, basically. Even if it's uh, like a personal training situation, it's only one-on-one, I believe, at this point. Yeah, so parks <clears throat> and other areas are closed off as well. Hmm. Gyms are closed. So it's a good assumption that 80% of the time you're at home. Um, and <clears throat> for some people, more, yeah. if not more, um, and for some people that's, Torture, I guess. Yeah. That's the one we're putting it. Yeah. Um, because you can't like you can talk to people through uh, Zoom's been really popular in the past few days. TikTok. Skype, TikTok, TikTok is- um people like people still find ways to be entertained. So I'm sure you guys have heard like people finishing Netflix um and Binge like they have an excuse to binge movies now. Um, TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, people are streaming a lot more now. Um, but 
for some people, that's you know different in their day to day than it was pre clones. So, I mean, so except they just can't go to work. Yeah. Yeah. So, firstly, like, like people, I, I people know. can work early. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. There are probably going to be, you know, if if this is the type of show that gets a lot of people writing in, which it is yep. currently, but <laughs> there would be a lot of people writing in to say, like, you know, the the introvert extrovert thing is very broad definition, and like a lot of people fall in between or at different times. Like I, for one, personally feel like sometimes I I'm feel very extroverted. I want to go out and and get in touch with people and, and figure out what people are doing. But like, I'm definitely capable um, if I, if I need to, or if I want to, to just chill out at home and, and just be on my own, do my own thing and, and not really yeah. worry about that stuff. So, um, but yeah, there are definitely times where I'm like, I, I get a bit antsy. Um, you know, I want to see people and talk to people and stuff like that. And so, you know, the, the definitions are quite broad and, but like, you know, a lot of people will self-identify as one or the other or some weird combination of both. So um, it is an interesting topic in terms of, like, um, I think what what drives a lot of people nuts is not having the choice and, and not being in control of their own sort of day-to-day because, you know, we've been told and, and, for, and it has worked and it is effective and, and good and useful to make sure that everybody stays at home and doesn't, get in contact with too many people in case we transmit the, the virus, um, you know, so like, but you know, the, the fact that this is something that most people feel like has been, you know, put on, put upon them um, without their choice or, you know, a lot of people are, are, are railing against that in particular. Um, yeah. So how do you guys feel about it? Like I'm more, I, I identify more as an introvert, but um, the whole like Friday nights, I, I'm generally out having a few drinks with workmates or whoever's keen. Um, but you know we can't do that now, and that's the only time where I feel like, oh, cool, let's go out and do something. Um, so that that's bugged me for the past few weeks. Um, but so you're an essential worker, there, aren't you? I'm so I'm you're still out. Uh, I'm still out. I'm still out because the nature of my work is it's it's mixed between the technological technological and construction, um, and tradies haven't been told not to go to work yet. So I'm in a construction zone, right? Um, so I can work in there, um, but yeah, like I've got I've got a sister who's been home for the past month now um and she's slowly losing her mind i can imagine (laughs) um how about yourselves like i'm sure you guys have stories about you know being at home yeah um well i uh i live in a share house so i've got four people in this house yeah and a cat and a dog yeah it's it's nice it's uh it's good because it, there's always someone you can talk to you've got a uh-huh. backyard you can hang out in yeah there's always like an animal to play with but there's also the ability to have like your own space and your own time so it's uh it's handy because with 
like you were saying, social media, like even now we're able to talk to each other and continue our lives more or less the same in, in a couple of different ways. But, uh, I feel like socially we're getting, uh, I know, I feel like we're able to reach the same limits as we were before this whole thing started. That's what I'm getting anyway, because most of our, uh, most of our times together were spent over the microphone anyway. Yeah. Like this is a pretty good compromise. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but have you found have you found yourself to be more? You've got more of an excuse now to, like, just play games or watch movies now on a day to day instead of yeah. worrying about whatever you were meant to do during the day. Yeah, I mean, I definitely had. Um, I definitely have way more time, way more free time now, and that'll that'll go into uh, my topic that I'll discuss later. But. Um, yeah. It's uh, I never really had much of a social life before this anyway. So, I mean, I like going out, drinking with some mates every now and then. Yeah. Like playing Mario Kart, like in the same room would have been nice. But um, which, which is funny because I don't remember. I have a Switch. Jules has a Switch. I don't know. I don't think you guys have a Switch. No. The last few weeks, the sales of Switches have like yeah. skyrocketed. But we'll, like that's that's a Jules thing. We can just talk about sure. um, um so mm. what, I, what i'm finding personally is i think like I, i'm social enough that i want to be in contact with people um but to the extent that i ever did that before lockdown um my work sort of gave me enough of that like all my social needs were sort of filled by going into work and doing my job which was at a um, you know ice skating rink, so you know talking to the people um, that I worked with, who like I, I wouldn't necessarily call them my friends, but like you know um, coworkers um, that you know you just catch up with every so often, like um, or like um, people who you go buy coffee off the barista, you might you know flirt with a little bit. Or something like that, you know. Those people who are sort of on the on the fringes of my life, who are no longer there, are sort of the people that I miss the most. Because, like, the people who are my close friends, I'm still in contact with. Absolutely, like, I'll chat with them on Facebook, or we'll go jump into Discord, or have a have a group chat, or whatever. And like, all that stuff is still happening, but like, it's all the little spaces in between that sort of used to fill my days that are really lacking. Um, I don't know how you guys feel about that, but like, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily, like, I don't live with people who I really talk to. <laughs> um, so that's not really a thing, but, um, definitely like, um, just randoms in my life who, who I just, I haven't seen for a month and I have no plan on getting in contact with unless I get super desperate. Um, because, because <laughs> the only time I talk to them was, <laughs> be to laugh at customers or like, you know, yeah. make stupid jokes about things at work, and and that used to be enough for me um, to to fulfill my social needs for any given day or week. You know, and it's a weird one. <laughs> like, yeah, it's interesting how this virus has kind of forced 
so many people into isolation. It's interesting to see how everyone's everyone's reacted and have been coping. Like, uh, I know some some of my friends are f- freaking out about like not even being able to go to the gym, <laughs> not playing sports yeah. anymore. But there are ways around it. There are ways to cope. I mean, yeah. yeah. For for me, like. The other thing is that my fitness needs were also um, really like uh, my my workplace and the fact that I would play a team sport were really the the top two things I did for my own fitness. And now with without having to do that, I find myself not very motivated to actually just you know go for a run or or do whatever. Um, so, so there's something else that that I'm missing out on. <laughs> How are you, Tim? Um, I am kind of in the middle, really. I could take it or leave it, because like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> obviously, I could. I, I'm kind of always. I've always been a bit more towards the introvert kind of um area. So I could, yeah, like. I've pretty much just been filling the time with all the stuff I'd normally do, so catch up on shit, video games, read, write, write some songs or, like, play music or whatever. Um, but, yeah, like, yeah, like, it's kind of a little bit like Julian's, kind of, like, my whole, like, day-to-day thing's a bit um, stalled, obviously. Like, no rehearsals and stuff. I still have to go into work, which is... Ugh, so. Because you're, you're an essential worker. Technically, yeah, yeah. freight handler. So, yeah, got to go into that every so often, which is just. Yeah. Where are you working at the moment? Still Star Trek. All right. So, I don't. Yeah. So pretty monotonous shit. But um, yeah, I've I've kind of been like, oh, I was about to like mention another part, but I'll leave that for the <laughs> oh, next okay. topic. It applies more. <laughs> yeah. So we'll have to wait for that bit. But um, yeah, I kind of find yeah, there's many like. I don't know. I find myself getting a little bit more sociable, like then, um, because we're deprived of it. It's like that whole, you know, you never really miss it until you. Yeah, like, absolutely. Choice, the whole choice of actually having it. Yeah, like, I, like, I feel like I've gotten to that level. People, we see different people every day, more or less, when we're out. I think that was doing it for me, but now that on a day-to-day basis, I see the same people. Um, even though I still go to work, um, it just seems too repetitive yeah exactly and also like trying to get in touch with some friends that i haven't talked to in a while and see how they're doing how they're surviving that, uh, that is a bird yes that is a bird outside my window okay. <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah like i would be interested to know we've been in lockdown for three weeks now it's suggested that we're gonna be in this kind of state for another either one or two more months. At least, yeah. At least. Um, some people have said six months. Mm. Um, some people have said to the end of the year. Yeah, yeah there's definitely like... Um, and, we're, as a yeah, and we're talking about Australia. No. Yeah. We're talking about Australia here. It could be different for other, like, other places in the world. But we're just... I'll be very interested to see like how people come out of this do they are they like mentally changed or i'd um 
Is I was it, about to mention. I was about to mention Doug, and then I'm like, oh wait, he's never, it's gonna be the usual thing. He's never actually been on here. Oh so yeah, he, yeah. He literally talked about that exact thing. Like he's like, oh, you know, like when we, when we get out of this, oh, I'm gonna feel like, you know, a changed man, like completely different. Gonna be yeah. like, you know, out socializing because normally he's just like work, work, go home, work. You know. Yeah. Constant cycle. So like, yeah, he's just like, yeah, and then like making more of an effort to like socialize and stuff. And it's like, fuck, how many people are actually going through that exact same? Yeah. Kind of like transformation or at least you know what they've stated so far you never know so might, it was it was a good question there was a good question that i saw on on insta was um when this is over are you going to pre- are you going to appreciate what you had and take things slowly or are you going to go from zero mm. to a hundred real quickly catch and up. just <laughs> get a catch exactly yeah yeah. Um, and that could be anything, you know, work, right? career. Well, here's the thing, though. Yeah. Here's the thing, because, it, I, again, um, like, not to burst anyone's bubble, but this stuff may not be up to us. Like, it's no. not like, because I've seen memes going around, which people are like, oh, imagine when, when they finally say, hey, yeah, we did it. We can all go and hug each other and stuff again. And it's like, that's not how the end of this is going to be a long time it's going to be yeah we'll be very very carefully re you know reawakening industries sort of bit by bit and just making sure it's all safe and so some people will be able to go and do their jobs and other people's will be you know held back a little bit and like for me like i work in industries that will probably be among the last ones to reopen so i work in basically a um you know an event and um uh sort of like live entertainment live entertainment industries um that stuff is is going to be really slow to get back going you know if if we'll be lucky to see any gigs before the end of the year um in terms of like music events and stuff like that um like live live sports as well that'd be all in the same kind of breadbasket that's not gonna... Oh, did you guys hear that wrestling was back on in Florida? What? <laughs> so apparently, um, it's either California or Florida. It's been approved that WWE yeah. can continue. All right. Is that with no audience though? Yes, it will. I be don't know. Definitely. It probably is no audience of no audience. It's gonna be so strange. Mm. I can't imagine it. But like, yeah, it's, I remember there was. Um, that... It's not yeah. like. Um, you know, we're not going to suddenly be like, they're not going to open the floodgates and let everybody out on, on one day and we'll have a big party and, and go nuts. It's like, yeah, you know, post yeah, it's, yeah. there will be some of that stuff for sure. Like they'll, they'll be like, okay, you can have gatherings, private gatherings of under 10 people at your house now or something like that. There'll be some day yeah. where they'll be saying that. Yeah. Um, it'll be a slow it'll transition. Be a very slow transition. Yeah. I, don't yep. think we'll learn from this though. When everything gets back to the way it was before it happened, I don't think we'll like there'll be an appreciation for it at the start, but then like yeah, a few months later everything will go back to the way it was and we'll forget. <laughs> back we'll in 2020. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, but we ne- like if the next one is 2021 or 2022 we have a basis right. for that now. Yeah. At least no everyone knows what to do. <laughs> yeah, activate isolation yeah. mode. And hopefully um, there'll be places better prepared 
than where this time yeah. around. And like see the early warning signs taken more seriously this time around, you know, all that stuff. Mm. Yeah. But that's that's also, you know, that's something else that's outside of our mm. control. Um, we just get told, Hey, stay in your home to no come out, okay, fine. Or we or copper fine, yeah. which is ridiculous in itself. You know, a thousand sixteen hundred dollars, you know how many switches and PS4s I can buy of that money? Like one and a half. <laughs> um like before we entered lockdown, um I wanted to buy a second monitor because my sister took yeah. mine for her work. Oh, yeah, you tell me about that. And I did, you know, so I did my homework. I tried to find, you know, the best monitor per cost and so I can, you know, connect my PS3 to it. Um, PS3, not PS4, because I'm trying to catch up with some games. All the good monitors mm. were sold out. And I tried to put one um, on pre-order. So when it wasn't quite locked down yet, I could still walk into a store and put down money. They said, we can't take your pre-order because the supplier, obviously from China, right. can't get them in. And also because it's in high demand, they've inflated the price by an extra yeah. hundred bucks, um, which is ridiculous. And then I think Jules told me yeah. the other day that webcams, webcams are now are really out of stock. Hard to find. Webcams? Yeah. Yep. Everybody uh, needs them to work from home stuff. Um, and they want, you know, decent quality ones, not the shitty ones. That really? come I don't even think about webcams. Like, yeah, most because they're have... getting built into everything yeah. now. Yeah. What what I'm thinking is what like the what I'm thinking is um you know we'll see a million people come out of their houses um I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the scene in Family Guy <laughs> where Quagmire oh, <laughs> oh, no. one beefy right arm discovers yeah what, I, I know yes sorry <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna see a lot of that I'm sure we definitely yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's, 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 that's my topic. But like, um, okay. So, so just on quickly in closing, um, for that topic, like one thing that I've been thinking about is that like, for me, I, sometimes I, I'm watching TV shows and stuff like that. Now I have like, not, not a huge visceral reaction, but I definitely like notice big crowds and things like that and go, Oh, that's not okay you know like that part of me has tweaked a little bit and <laughs> i've gotten a bit claustrophobic around, around like i feel yeah. like if if we ever come out of lockdown like for at least a couple of months i'm gonna have this weird feeling whenever i walk down the street if it's busy i'm gonna not feel okay you know like and i think that won't be unusual that won't be an unusual feeling no. for people to have high fives and handshakes right. will have to will have to be in decline. So honestly, um, even just before lockdown started, I was out um, in Adelaide where like, there were a lot of crowds for the Fringe Festival and I met someone's yeah. mom or some, something, someone I didn't really know very well. Um, yeah. And she insisted on giving me a hug and I was like, this feels a bit weird. Like this was before like any of it. Did you accept did, the hug? I did because I didn't want to be rude, but at the same time I was like, you know, like... Now, especially right now, if someone on that, on that yeah. sort of a friend of a friend or something like that was like coming in here for a hug, I'd be like, you know what, I'm I'm good. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> like no offense, it's not, but, you it's know, not you. It's the corona. You know, like it's. <laughs> like, has anyone been elbow bumping? Like, is, has anyone used that? Yeah, I felt a little bit. I definitely a little bit. Elbow bump. Cool. Oh, okay. Elbow bump, uh, knee bump. Which is a wink. You just wink. It sounds very 90s. Anyway, like, uh, it'll be very 20s in, in yeah. 30 years. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, like, I remember, just, just to go on with Jules, I went to a rock concert just before lockdown, like maybe two weeks beforehand. Um, it probably wasn't the best idea. <laughs> um, what was it? It was for a Japanese rock band. Um, that was in Melbourne. What was it and called? I, and I bought the tickets like uh, one OK Rock. Nice. It's, but I had I had other like American bands as part of the lineup. Um, that were pretty good. So I started listening to, listening to their music as well. But yeah, um, who's who's Tim. next? Tim. This guy right here. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. Um... Ah, damn it. This is already going to fucking lead in from coronavirus. <laughs> About... Oh, yeah, I'll set the scene. Which we set the scene, Tim. Yeah. Ironically, just about the time the lockdown started, I finally decided to, um, in between my reading of, like, most of the Daredevil arcs, I thought, okay, well, I'm going to pick a big, like, a long arc and just stick, like, something else, some other comic, and start getting into that. So I decided to start reading Invincible. Oh, nice. Robert Kirkman's other comic before, yeah. just before Walking Dead. Um, and it got me thinking about, because like about the first 10 issues or so, it plays out like pretty much, you know, your standard superhero yes. um, fair. The twist on that. that. And then the 10th yeah. issue, it's beautiful. Yeah, the 10th issue onwards, it becomes a whole different. I mean, I think comic. Tim, like, just... I don't think we can talk about this without getting into the spoilers of what happens, but it's, it's, Sorry. I kind of wasn't. I wasn't it's, going it's to. It's so more, good. It's more what it presents, rather than narrative. I'm not going to be spoiling anything. It's just. I I want to um, talk about it though. The, I want to. I want to tell these okay, guys what well, happens. We can talk. We can talk about it um, <laughs> some other time. But, That's um, rude. All right. Whatever. Basically, yeah. It just starts to bring in all the genre subversions, all the ultra violence and stuff, all these different themes yeah. and concepts that just are completely antithetical to like the classic superhero genre, and it's just. Honestly, absolutely. Uh, honestly, though, for those and and in this call and, and outside listening, if if you haven't read at least the first sort of twelve issues of Invincible, it's one of the best twists in modern storytelling. I mean, now I feel like it'd be a bit dated, um, and not 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 necessarily dated, but at least some of the ideas have been used in other places as well. Um, yeah, so we're but but it is one of the one of my sort of favorite sort of twists in in sort of like I haven't actually read much of the rest of that run <laughs> to be honest. Oh, it's really. It's but good. um, it's I think good. I I got maybe one more year out of it after that. But it was just it's just such an it's such a moment. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking great. Um, so yeah, like went through all that and everything, and it got me kind of thinking more about other instances yeah. of subversion in general about like in media like art or like you know games or like fucking or comics even or like movies or even like music all that kind of stuff so i was like wondering what are there any mm. instances you guys could think of like that mm. just trying to think of any in video games 
There must be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like uh, God of War, for example. God of War? Yeah, like the God of War reboot. Like how it's, say, what, how many? Seven, six or seven games or something like that. Of like this one set kind of idea and like concept of like what the whole series is. Mm. And then suddenly that new one comes out and it just completely like flips it all on its head. Like even down to like the camera angle and the gameplay style. True. And stuff. But even if you look at the storylines well, think... of those games, you see that he's, he's yeah. Kratos is trying to do something quite selfish and evil, but ends up like yeah. releasing hope into it's the like world and like, power fantasy. and, and doing good things. And then, uh, I don't want to spoil too much of the new one, but the new one where he tries to do something good and like break the cycle of, um, of sons killing parents or whatever that cycle is. He tries to do something good for the first time and he ends up really like setting, like setting the stones in the way of Ragnarok and paving the way for this apocalyptic future. So in that way, I've never played. Sorry, I'll, I'll let no, it finish. No, <laughs> um, I've never played it, but were you guys fans of the Metal Gear series? Oh fuck yeah, yes. Um, so that whole um Kojima <laughs> yeah. ordeal, and then afterwards there was another game that was released, um, by Konami, um, which was made without Kojima. And it ended up being a zombie shooter instead of fighting robots. What are we talking about? That's right. Metal Gear Survive. Oh, no, I don't know. So yeah, my, my biggest experience in, in Metal Gear is Metal Gear, Gear Solid Five: Phantom Pain. I actually reinstalled yeah. the other day because I, I don't know why. I, I felt like... Should go back, go back and play the other Yeah, I should. Schools. But like in terms of like... Way better. I think Kojima, like he, it's it's almost a meme how like all the twists and turns that he puts into, like, the games that he makes and stuff. Um, and I don't know, like, I, I, I seem to remember the Phantom Pain, it didn't involve him as much, or maybe, I don't know. Um, uh, no, I think it, okay. it did. Oh, no, he got he got distanced. Um, I think he had his yeah. name taken But I still remember, because, so, I, mean, I still remember from the first time I played it, the main twists of the whole game. And like playing through the early parts of it again is so it's so kind of funny and seeing how it all sort of plays out. Because um when was this released? This was like twenty fifteen. Um basically like for those who don't know, the main character doesn't end up being the main character <laughs> in, in a weird way. It's very strange. And it's very classic Kojima to be honest. Like it's it's just just out of control wild and silly and cool but like somehow it works <laughs> and it's one of the funniest and weirdest storytelling twists in a video game that you'll ever notice <laughs> um uh what else have you guys seen um cabin in the woods yeah it's like a uh, it's like a, a uh, meta commentary on like horror films and like slashes from like the 80s um, where it takes a sharp turn into, um, like all out, like just yeah, monster mayhem, and it's uh, it kind of sub- it kind of 
in a way it subverts um themes by like the the stereotypical um horror theme by just all out warfare at the end it's kind of making fun at the the whole monster horror I think genre. It's all, I think I think with that one it's more to do with like acknowledgement for the most part mm. and like the self-aware reverence of it rather than actually like cuz like narratively it doesn't it like it completely can like it actually like it acknowledges all of it but it still actually conforms to every single yeah. one of them <laughs> like the hot girl dying first or yeah. whatever and like the stoner and the virgin surviving and then all that stuff so that one's pretty good, actually. And at the end, the viewer, uh, as us, is the real monster, which is a big, a big yeah. twist, <laughs> holding up a mirror to yeah. society. I would have loved to have um, seen the impact of like Watchmen as well, like when that came out. Isn't that show still on? No, nah, it finished. Oh, watch the show, by the way. I don't know if I've told you, but it's <laughs> fucking awesome. Wait, is it? Like it's done, done, yeah. or is it coming back? Uh, it's probably going to be a mini series, so I think. I Are they doing a second season? <clears throat> I don't think. Or so. is that it? Mini series. Oh, he said that. All right. Cool. Yeah. What's it on? Amazon. No, nah, it's HBO. <laughs> so good luck. How you? How did you watch it? Mm. We, uh, we don't have to talk about <laughs> the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Rented it on YouTube. Oh, so. cool. Yeah, good. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so you could do it that way, but if you're talking for yep. Anyway. <laughs> um, I remember this movie that I watched a couple of years ago. I can't remember the name of it. Um, it's it was initially like a kids movie about like a girl and a and a guy, the kids, and they would go to the forest, um, and they would play, and then like halfway through the movie, the girl dies because she drowned. <laughs> And the guy goes back to the forest, and the forest becomes yeah. alive. Um, I honestly cannot remember the name Isn't of the movie. Isn't it M. Night Shyamalan movie? Um, <laughs> it actually might be. Because um, I remember someone saying that it, it might be this director, and I'm like, that doesn't seem right. Because um, hmm. I, like, I was just casually watching it at my mate's place, and I'm going... What the fuck is going on? I thought this was a a nice wholesome yeah. movie, and then the girl dies, and the guys the guy is just mourning, and the forest becomes alive. Um, um yeah. and it's about him getting closure right. for it. One of my favorite yeah. like, twists like that, like complete genre turn turning twists, is from Dust Till Dawn. Oh, I was just about to mention yeah. that when you said that. Where, like, it starts yes. off as, like, a weird sort of crime drama where, like, this family's t- taken hostage by George Clooney and, and his mate. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, like, about maybe a third through the movie, like, they, they end up in a brothel on, like, the Mexican border or something like that. And what? then and then it turns into a vampire movie all of a sudden. <laughs> Crazy. It's so good. Uh, it's so so good, classic. But yeah, while we're on horror, I like the turn between um, if everyone's seen it, I don't know. Um, uh, from like Evil Dead one right. to two, how it's like the first one. If you go back and watch the first one, it's date, as dated and um, as it all is. It's very. It takes itself seriously, like, yeah. considerably like more seriously, yeah. 
And then you go like the second one, it's like all of Sam Raimi's like yeah. trademark, like slapstick humor. It's, and all the that second stuff. one's almost like a parody of the first one. <laughs> oh yeah, even like the very like the very start, like they do that yeah. recap. It's just like it's literally uh, exactly the same story. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, um, shall we move on? Yeah, if you want, yeah. if you guys are ready. Yes. Yeah. Uh, my topic was um, well, directed self-learning because, um, as you said, as ever, most people are aware now that we are under quarantine here and so, so many people now have uh, like an unprecedented amount of uh, spare time and freed up time that they never normally had um, due to uh, reduced commute time because most people are working at home and for the people without jobs, um, all that time is spent working, they would have uh, a lot more free time. So my question was, um, have you guys used that free time for anything like productive? So when, I mean like personally productive for yourselves to, have you learned any new skills? Have you like a new trade? Done any like reading anything? Um, specifically to help grow yourself so you can come out of this in the next two months or so with uh, a new skill? I did very briefly before <laughs> lockdown. Um, like the week, the week of warning. It was pretty much the week of warning. I was mucking around with 3D right. um, yeah. manipulation. Um, because I still, at that week, I still had access to a 3D printer. Um, so what I wanted to do was I wanted to 3D model, um, a Pokemon and turn it into a robot. Um, so I found a model online, um, and I wanted to like create a shell. So I learned how to cut, cut the shell, like cut the model and make it hollow. That's all I learned how to do. And that took me like almost half a day, maybe a couple of hours, Hmm. um, which is half my day anyway, um, but yeah, that, that's that's some that's a new skill, I guess. That's I learned. Good. I like it. Um, like I would, if I wasn't working um, still, and I I don't know if I will be, like in the next two to three weeks, um, I might pick that back up, um, but it would be more of like for fun and not for like personal career yeah. development. Oh, cool. Hey, that's that's pretty cool. Julian, did you hear um, anything like that? No, nothing necessarily new. I have been sort of brushing up on skills that like have gotten quite rusty early years, like um, playing guitar and stuff. Um, and or like actually, one thing that's come out of the quarantine is like randomly a friend of mine on Facebook started a group which was just like. Let's just share some art and, and like and like um, added a bunch of people and so like what we do is we'd vote on a theme for every week and the first week we did it was like the the theme was just um, pterosaurs like the dinosaur and and like yep. and so like a lot of people are putting up all these cool posts with like draw, drawings and stuff and I'm like well I can't draw. Uh, and maybe I'll learn uh, over the next few months, but like the the sort of most easily accessible art skill that I've got 
currently is writing. So I just wrote a stupid little um, piece about, you know, a, a, a pterosaur that's like been kidnapped by a, a, a Tyrannosaurus king who doesn't understand that he can fly and all this stuff. And it's like, it was just like, <laughs> and it's fun. It's fun. It's like, it's interesting because like I haven't been creative on that level necessarily for quite a while. And, um, and to, to sort of exercise those muscles is, yeah. is really, really like it gave me a good excuse. Like, it's not like I didn't have the opportunity previously, but like at least now I have something, somewhere to direct those energies, not just like writing for myself or, or mm. for nobody in particular. Would you, would you ever want to try Jules? doing something that you didn't want to do originally. So my, my thought was like, cause I know, I know Julian from Mal, yeah. Mal IT days. Would you go back and learn? I definitely have thought about doing that. Yeah, for sure. Like I have as well, but from someone who's done it yeah. professionally, I still have that like stigma of, yeah, no, nah, this, <laughs> this didn't work out before. And I think it's a waste of time if I, try it again because yeah. i know that i'm shit at it but that's not an excuse now well, see, the, the thing is like for me i i i never need an excuse necessarily in terms of like the free time the free time doesn't necessarily change anything for me what changes things for me yep. is an outlet like somewhere to actually you know productively use those skills so like if someone came to me and said hey here's a programming challenge that i think we should do together or, or like separately as, as a competition of sorts, then, then I would do it, yeah. you know, like I would have some, some reason to do it. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, as it is, um, it's hard for me to come up with ideas to even program and like, um, you know, yeah. and it's the same as with the writing. Like I had, I had this theme in, in my head. So this stupid idea came, yeah. came to me. So I went with it. And, um, and I think, you know, um, if there are more things like that, then then definitely, like if 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 um, in terms of like the guitar playing, if someone was like, "Hey, I want you to learn this song, and we can you know put it on a Zoom call or something like that," then then maybe that direct my attention um, to the extent that I'll actually do a bit of learning there. Um, yeah, but there's there's a social <laughs> yeah, aspect to that as well. Oh, you could say for both. Um, that's cool. Yeah, because yeah, that 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 crossed my mind as well. And when you when you mentioned that, um, and because we you know we we yeah. we studied together, we're like, hmm, that um, that's that's interesting to know that you know we we there there are out there are places to go back to even yeah. in mm. the situation. Yeah, in terms of brushing up on old skills. Yeah, for sure. It's funny that you guys yeah. mentioned that you were going back to coding because um, I've been kind of restless in those last couple of weeks looking for something to spend my time yeah. on. Um, and I found that someone I read online, I think it might have been Reddit, some, uh, someone posted that uh, Harvard is offering free online classes to yeah, right. uh, a range of their courses um, ranging from yeah. like one to 12 weeks long and um, I, st I started one. I took one up uh, was computer science, introdu introduction to computer science. And 
it's really um cool. that is really informative and and offers like a whole new <clears throat> range of skills that I've, I have no idea um, mm. about. So it'd be interesting to see how, how that goes. But um, is that something you're planning to continue for the foreseeable, like in this period or until your interests um, well, are lost? <laughs> probably until my interest is lost, but I'll, I'm, I'm willing to give it a fair crack. I'm not really doing anything else at this, at the time, this time. Um, so, yeah. and you know what they say, uh, that catch phrase last year, learn to code, which is a kind of, yeah. so I thought that was pretty, that's, it's pretty important nowadays. So learn, I guess, I, guess that, I guess that quote actually stuck with you though. Yeah. Cause that's, that was the idea, yeah, but it wasn't until I found a free course that, uh, actually <laughs> wanted to do anything about it, yeah. but, um, Subliminal messaging yeah. has done its purpose. But they've got a but Harvard's offering dozens of awesome free courses from uh yeah. pyramids of Giza and to like <clears throat> Hinduism and uh oh, wow. and like uh preventing the next pandemic. So lots of different courses around about a like a range of topics that have kind of kept me busy. Can you imagine like the number in that preventing the next pandemic course and then afterwards you know within the next pandemic we've got a million experts (laughs) on how to or you'd have a few a few experts just begrudgingly watching on like the whole like the news and everything just going yeah Idiots. The people we need to take those courses are the people who are at the top of the the government, you know, like the people who are making decisions, Mm, not necessarily the randoms who are bored. (laughs) (laughs) I studied this course at Harvard. I'm an old is endless frustration. But, uh... Um, Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Shall we press on? Yeah. So... I was going to bring up the topic um, of who are the big winners and losers of the um, of the pandemic in terms of our entertainment yeah. minutes and, and, like, what we're doing. But I guess also, like, I wanted to talk about, um, you know, next year or next steps or, like, what happens after. Next year. <laughs> I'm serious because, like, there's a lot of movies and TV shows that shut down production and, like... Push, oh, push yeah. their re- is on releases, board. obviously with cinemas closed and stuff. I think it'll be really interesting to see how you know we're going to have this little backlog of uh, releases that were meant to be out during the year this year that will yeah. all have to drop. You know, in the next, you know, after cinemas are reopened, they'll all be dropping pretty rapid fire, you know, in a few months, Mm. we're going to have a lot of like big budget Hollywood films coming out. But no one's making Uh, films now either, right? I know. So there's, there's another problem, which is that like, after we've cleared this backlog, there's going to be like, if they don't schedule the releases very well, (laughs) we might see like a massive, like one of the biggest sort of three month periods of movies. And then like a huge dead zone of nothing going on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i kind of reckon it'll be like that because i don't see all the studios like corresponding with each yeah. other just going like oh, okay well, well put this out this point they'll like they'll be clamoring yeah. to get it out yeah. like right away 
I would imagine that a lot of places have a lot of people places have a backlog of stuff mm. that were meant to come out, and then there's going to now yeah. a certain then, amount of them are get are dropping. Well, dropping. some people are talking about like straight yeah. to straight to um fucking DVD oh, or Blu-ray streaming, streaming straight to streaming. I've heard. Oh, so, streaming, yeah, yeah streaming, yeah. So I rented um yeah. The Invisible Man the other night. Ooh. Um, I heard that. And, oh yeah, don't spoil it. That is quite recent. It. It's quite good. Yeah, it was like um, it's, it's very of its time, yeah. but but like it was twenty five bucks, so it was around the price of, you know, actually going to the cinema. Um, Wait, is that the new one? Damn, what? Yeah, what the new one. Are you going to Jules? It only came out like not even two months yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. So basically, like in the US, it happened earlier because, like, I think Australia got the release in cinemas a bit earlier. So, so we yeah. had an opportunity to watch it in cinemas before lockdown, but the US they they didn't get to that point, I don't think. So, they dropped it on. Um, you can rent it off YouTube or whatever, a lot earlier than we could here. Anyway, regardless of that, um, it'll be interesting to see how many other studios and because so, I think Universal had had a few things lined up that they were going to do that with. Um, <clears throat> And see if other studios take that up. Like I think, like the really, really big tentpole, you know, AAA titles, they have to be in cinemas. I think, like mm. you're not going to see, you're not going to see Marvel yep. movies of that caliber. But like no. this was a Bloomhouse production. You know, it's it's relatively small. I think they could afford to take the hit and put it on home screens and just get eyes on it because. Um, uh, it was cheaper and, and like, you know, maybe they've made up some of their budget already in cinemas before the lockdown. Um, but yeah, it's, they're, they're sort of charging cinema prices for a new release rental. And, um, I think that's fair because like, you don't have an option. <laughs> you can't go to the cinema. And also when it's at home, you can, you can share it with people, you know, like. Well, here's the, here's the thing. Uh, Drive-in cinemas still open? I don't think so. No, Surely not. But yeah. if, like... That's still technically a public yeah. uh, gathering. But it's, a, it's an interesting point. That's because true. They no, can that's, definitely that's, make a case that they should be allowed to reopen sooner than the conventional cinemas because if people stay in their cars... I don't know of any drive-in cinemas. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool, though, if it just... It, There's it, a few in Melbourne. Um, well, you'd think that they'd be much safer Florida? if everyone stays in their cars. It would be... Yeah. Yeah. Like, we get it a couple, like, a little, you know, earlier than conventional cinemas, and it just completes, like, starts up a complete revival of, like, the driving mm. movie. Yeah, film. who knows? That could, That'd that be could cool. definitely happen. Because there, That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A dying breed. There's only, like, what, one that I can there's think of? There's one in the Metropolitan Melbourne that I can think of. In yeah, Coburg, that's the one. And then there's one in Tramana. How, yeah. how did people listen to the movies, though? That's the thing. That's what... You get a speaker. It's a giant speaker. Traditionally, yeah. Oh. I swear there's no, 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 no. Like it's not giant speakers. They're, they're like little, um, they look like old school microphones and you take them off like a stand in the middle of the drive-thru. I don't know if that's how they work now. They used to work like that. Nowadays, it's probably a radio station that you can tune to. That's what I was thinking. You could just tune your yeah, radio station to it. Something like that. Yeah. Or an app, maybe. Oh. Probably an app for it. Oh. But I reckon food delivery services would... Um, would see a massive increase in sales. Like people just stuck at home, not going out, not wanting to cook their own food. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
and obviously like you know Netflix and um, and um, all the other streaming services. Ben, Netflix and Ben and Jerry's. And what? Netflix and Ben and Jerry's. There's a ben, Netflix and Ben and Jerry's have okay. a lot of ice cream. No. I'm not sure if it's a joke, but I've seen it a couple of times this week. Sounds like a marketing ploy. Um, someone, someone can look this up because my <laughs> keyboard's very loud. All right, hold on. Netflix and BJ's. Is that what I'm Googling? Or... <laughs> I'm, you might be getting something different if you type in those exact words. Netflix and chilled ice cream, Ben and Jerry. There's a Netflix flavored ice cream? Yeah, peanut butter ice cream with no. sweet and salty pretzel swirls and fudge brownies. It's Netflix and chilled. Netflix and chilled. That's very Trade, clever. Trademark. Wow. I wonder okay. who came up with that. Let's I wonder if someone at Netflix came up with that and approached Ben and Jerry's or the other way around. I reckon probably it started with Netflix, yeah. I reckon they, yeah. they were like, we should have an ice cream. So it's like, it's, it's winners for entertainment and winners for well, hospitality. <laughs> yeah. Or food, food, not Bars food. Food, not, so dead. not hospitality. That's... Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, like line order cooks, um, at, like popular restaurants, yeah. like yeah. Macca's. People are still getting takeaway. See, if this goes on long enough, if we'll see um, sort of pop up kitchens that that don't have restaurant areas, they just deliver. Already no, that's a thing. That's yeah. already a thing. Mm. <laughs> Doesn't surprise. That's already a thing. They're called um. Black they're called black. Oh, okay, Sounds morbid. <laughs> yeah, they're they they're the kitchens that are designed mainly for food delivery services. So restaurants can like hire yep. a kitchen in a in a warehouse somewhere, and when you get your food from Uber Eats, instead of going from yeah. going to the restaurant, yeah. it goes oh, to the cool. black kitchen. It makes so much sense. Yeah. Well, do we, do we, I reckon yeah. online sales are pretty much everything as well. Like, um, uh, just grocery yeah. deliveries probably seen an increase. Um, toilet paper. Um, if we go back to entertainment, switches are now sold <laughs> out everywhere. Crazy. Um, Animal Crossing is the biggest thing right now in terms of like, in sales, I guess, for video games. Um, and then you've, you've got other games that are coming out um, that have come out this week. Um, so I'm not sh- It'll be interesting to know what the numbers are in what was expected and mm. what actually sold. I reckon way more games um, are getting played now as well because of it. So Yeah. But also, like a lot of publishers, did we lose someone? We lost Jules. Holy Uh-oh. shit! Yep. Well, we lost Jules. What happened there? We'll find him. He'll connect. Oh no! He'll join again. He'll come. He'll, he'll come back to us. His his entire internet died. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm not editing yeah. this out. We're just gonna wait till he comes right. back online. Um, I'm just gonna just someone someone tell him because my keyboard's really loud. Um, I have like a mechanical keyboard-ish thing. Um, but 
like a lot of publishers have released mm. games for free. Well, it's such a have competitive they? market um, now that's well. got so many eyes on 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 video games. Now they have to like yeah. even more so. It's cutthroat because of it. But um, yeah, yeah, film and TV. I reckon we're going to see a huge number of um, films that would have been. Um, would have been straight to cinema, um, go to streaming services instead, like Stan, Netflix, and Hulu, and all that. Yeah, there's also obviously there's also, you know, live music and like live shows and theater and like performances and all that stuff. Just absolutely dead right now. So, which is yeah. So that's that's that was definitely. Hey, well, Julian's back. I think. Yes, we got Julian. Oh, back. yep. Cut. Yeah, but you were saying, um, yeah, you're saying like live performances, ah. like dancing and and theater, they would be dead. Yeah. But that's what you that's what you yep. work in, Julian, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's my industry. Um, yeah, but we've got a lot of um, we've got a lot of live streaming concerts from biggest celebrities oh, yeah, now right. that are streaming. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of a combination of both. Um, um, but yeah, the production value that no, is absolutely as what it would. Be. But even like sports, because yeah. I was in the US recently, and and especially in Texas, there's a, a huge number of uh, sports fans. Everyone loves like baseball, basketball, football. Yeah. But um, now that yeah. none of those sports are being played, there's a huge market of people who are just waiting, looking for yeah. something to. Like so it's, it's again like it's it's no replacement at all. But like there are some like um, leagues are putting up, you know, they're streaming um, the virtual versions of those sports. So like the EA Sports the versions, thing. they've got those. Yeah, like, it's happening. Uh, so like esports just be completely simulated, rise. and it's ridiculous. Yeah, but but yeah. not even it's not even esports because they don't have people. Um, controlling them, they don't have like, um, they don't have, um, you know, nobody's at the wheel, so to speak. They're just putting it in simulation mode and yeah. running it, and um, and letting it go. And essentially, <laughs> it's obviously <laughs> it's a it's a pretty replacement for the live sport. Um, uh, mm. version, but you know, it's well, something. It's pretty cool. It's something like, to get yeah. fans excited about. Streaming is qu- like quite similar to that in the way that one person just plays a video game to like a crowd of people. It's all, it's kind mm. of taking the attention away from like major corporations like the NBA and focusing it on the individual. So now <laughs> it's it's not as like commercialized. There's no massive marketing behind it it's kind of one-on-one now opposed to as like one on a huge corporation which would be interesting to see how that plays out in the future whether that's that stays around that interest in esports um when uh large um sport sporting events come back on yeah it's 
in, in terms of like actual esports, like Overwatch and other games, like League of Legends and stuff like that, you know, they they've been huge for a while, and being the only sort of sporting esque thing that you can actually get behind, where you can you know identify the players and all that stuff, um, and and track the. St- I think that they will, like, I think they'll be pretty big, um, at least during this period and maybe even afterwards. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. Does anyone else have anything to add from that? No. Um, we'll just cap it off here. Because our time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. we, we, we can, we'll, we'll definitely continue this in the next few episodes when people are free um, and to see what other people outside of us think about all of this. Um, and, and like, you know, mm. we're meant to be quite lively, but you know, it's, <laughs> it's just, it's just the nature of what we're in right now. Yeah. Um, hopefully we're a bit more um, lively in the next episode just to keep it up with, um, mm being optimistic um but i guess we'll catch you guys next time um we'll uh if you guys have any topics that we can discuss um go on facebook um and anywhere you see our podcasts and maybe we'll uh update ourselves on youtube during this time as well (laughs) hey there's something we can do i guess catch up right yeah definitely Bye. 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 bye bye